You're listening to WMNF Tampa, music and news. Keys, you're listening to WMNF 88.5 Community Radio. I'm Lilian Vieira. I'm Stefan Schmidt. We are Zuko 103 and you're listening to WMNF 88.5 FM, Community Conscious Radio. Welcome, welcome again to another Sunday with the Sunday Forum. My name is Annie Miles. We want to welcome you to the WNMF.org 88.5. Happy, happy. We're getting close to the end of, um, as, as you guys like to say, Black History Month. But y'all know what I'm going to say. I'm black every day, all year. Okay. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Um, that voice, that beautiful voice that you hear right now is our guest that we have with us today, Miss Angela Birdsong. She is the president of the Hillsborough County Black Caucus. Good morning. Welcome, Angela. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us. She's going to give us a lot of information that we need to stay informed, to be actively participant in what's going to happen with the voting that's coming up. We know what just happened uh, with Nikki Haley and Donald Trump, so we're going to have a little discussion about that as well. But, Ms. Angela, again, we want to thank you for joining us. If you have any questions for Ms. Angela, you can go ahead and give us a call at 813-239-9663 to call in, get any information or comments, or you can email my Billy at did- DJ at WMNF.org. Good morning, my Billy. How you doing? Good morning. We are in the middle of our fun drive, so we're not taking calls this morning live on the air. You can call that number, though, and donate to the Sunday Forum this morning as we are in the middle of our membership drive. And uh, this is our 
opening drive for 2024, and we need to raise a couple of hundred dollars. Well, how much do we need to raise? Sean Canan is our news and public affairs director, and uh, he could give us the inside scoop on what we need this morning and how many telephone calls we need. Good morning. Good morning, Sean Canan. Good morning, Mabili and Angela and... Uh, and Annie and everyone, I, I'm glad that we're here this morning and we're, we are raising funds here for WMNF and for Sunday Forum. Uh, Sunday Forum is a very important resource that we bring to you on Sunday mornings here. And it's it's uh, the Mabili and Walter and and uh, Miss Annie. Miss Annie. I'm so yeah. sorry, Annie. Just, I just met Annie for the first time this yes. morning. I apologize, Annie. Uh, is, this is a, a wonderful resource that we bring you every Sunday morning, and we hope that you will support it with your financial contribution. 813-239-9663 is the number to call in if you'd like to make a donation. And we have some wonderful thank you gifts we can tell you about. But you can also make a donation on our website, which is WMNF.org. And we do have guests in the house today, and I can't wait to hear the conversation. We're going to have a regular show today, but we still need your economic your financial support you can call us 813-239-9663 or you can go online at wmnf.org we are in the middle of a election year we have a lot to talk about we've seen a lot of stuff happen we've heard somebody from the party on the other side talk about he's going to be a dictator on day one so we've got a lot a lot Who to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so we are so happy. Introduce uh, our guest once again and where she is from and who she's represent. Absolutely. So again, this is why it's so important for you guys. As you know, I always say we want to spark you to action. So again, give us a phone call. Make your donations because for a good cause. The Sunday Forum is always here to promote everything that's going on within the community. And we need your participation. We need your participation to keep us on air, to keep you informed, and to make sure that we're making decisions that is going to help to improve our lifestyle, to improve our quality of life. So Ms. Angela Birdsong, again, she is here with us. She is going to be a participant in helping us to stay informed on the things that we need to do, how we can get involved, and what that means is how we can make a difference. Again, Ms. Angela, good morning. Good morning. Tell us about yourself. Well, you know what? Let's just start from the top. I just want to say that um, the Democratic Black Caucus of Hillsborough County is proudly supporting the Biden-Harris campaign. And you know what? We believe that Joe Biden um, may be old, but he's not crazy. And he's not dangerous. <laughs> and he's not trying to be a dictator. Exactly. exactly. We are so proud of Kamala Harris, our first African-American yes. vice president, graduating from an HBCU. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, she is ready to serve. Hey. And she is qualified. And she is go. one heartbeat away from the presidency. And we, see, we just feel very confident that God forbid if Joe Biden was called to glory, she'd be ready. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Amen. <laughs> that, right? that key word was qualified. She's qualified to be in office. She's not threatening to be a dictatorship. She's not threatening to take away more of your liberties that they've already taken from us. Thank you. Miss Angela. And you know what? A lot of people do not know that the chair of the National Democratic Party for the whole United States of America is a black man. His name is Jeremy Harrison. Oh, okay. And we love him, too. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what? Um, in Our chair, Nikki Freed, is in charge of the whole state of Florida, and we love her. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Um, let me tell you, she has done some phenomenal things already. Did you all know that every play only has one director? Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you know that every ship... No matter how big they are, they only have one captain. And every company has only one CEO. And we have one leader for the whole state of Florida. Her name is Nikki Freed. And she has already flipped the Jacksonville mayoral race from red to blue. Ooh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. She has already flipped State House 35 from Red to blue. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> With the help of our youngest congressman, Maxwell Alejandro yeah. Frost. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So um, it's a beautiful thing. So I just want to say that um, this conversation that we're having is not only just a democratic conversation, it's now become a have versus the have nots. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know? And. Um, At our last statewide Democratic Black Caucus convention, we had 
Reverend Barber for the Poor People's Campaign. Mm -hmm. And he's going all across the country to let poor people know that if they just vote, they got the power. That's it. That's it. We don't realize the power that we carry of our voice just coming out. And the same way you see our people, when we go out there, we go for the the rallies and the marches. It's the same thing with the vote. You have to come out. You have to show up. Ms. Angela, tell me, how long have you been the um, president of the Hillsborough County Black Caucus? Um, only about six months, but I've been with the Black Caucus for maybe seven or eight years. Okay. And what change have you saw within the, the I would say, well, actually the last three, like, last three elections, from, from Obama's um, reign up until who we know was there after him, and then Biden's? What have you seen? What's the difference? On, on a Democratic I love the Obamas. <laughs> <laughs> That's a love thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, and we're not going to, you know, people keep saying, well, Michelle Obama should run for president. But, you know, they already gave it the office. They did. They did eight years of service. I'm so happy that they did. Um, and then we had the backlash of Trump. Yeah. Unfortunately, we did. Um, I want to know this. I want to let you know there's no more. Dogs in the streets. There's no more hoses. Hmm. But we are dealing with their children and their grandchildren right now. Hmm. And the agenda is the same. Okay? They want to take us back in history, back before the civil rights movement. But, of course, we're not going backwards. (laughs) They're trying. And for those that need clarification, when she said there's no more dogs in the street, there's no more hoses, that's what they were doing to our people. When we was out in the 1960s, yes. yes. We was out there trying to fight for our rights, just to live a better quality of life. They were holding us down. They had dogs. They were sicking dogs on us. And when we, even when we had the peaceful march, when our ancestors had those peaceful march, so that we could have the liberties that we have today. So when that's what she's speaking of when you hear her say, there are no more dogs, there are no more hoses. But guess what? They're still doing the same thing because their children are now doing it. They're just doing it in a different form. Let me tell you something. The governor of the state of Florida has canceled all vote by mail ballot requests. Wow. Oh, wait, wait a minute. So we, we it's not enough to go back every year and re-request a okay, vote so by mail. Before, if you kept voting, your ballot kept coming. Okay? Mm-hmm. But now, after every gubernatorial election, after every presidential election, they cancel out. Okay, so you have to re-request, but you're... So you have to request your ballot, mm-hmm. or it's not coming. So we have a lot of people who think the ballot it's is coming, coming but, but it's, it's not, not coming. Right, that happened to me. Well, and I think that's the kind of confusion that tribe where they are, are showing they want to take us backwards to make that's it... called voter suppression. Voter yes. suppression. And, you know, what we saw in Florida in the midterms was that it seemed to work. While yes. the rest of the nation rejected a lot of the GOP, mostly because of the abortion issue, taking women's reproductive rights away and other issues, these cultural war issues. So uh, when you look well, at Florida, you, that's mm-hmm. not all, that's not that's not it. That's not all, because mm-hmm. we also have. Well, number one, you have 12,000 black voters who have not renewed their ballots. And then we have people who are kicked off the rolls because they say they're inactive. So we have 24,000 black people who have been thrown off the rolls because they say they're inactive. And then there's the intimidation where people who were felons, who oh we made gosh, a, re- a referendum. Issue. Yeah. In the state of Florida, we got black people who some of their fines have already been paid by the Florida Restoration of Rights. They don't know that. There are people who've been arrested for trying to vote. Only like 20 people, but the fear factor. Yes. Yes. It's a fear factor. It's intimidation, like you just said. I want to go back to something you said to make sure our listeners are understanding. So if they were previously, okay, registered to receive their ballot by our mail, if they don't go and re-register to do that, then that means their vote won't even count. No, their ballot is not going to come. The ballot for them to vote will not even come at all. Right. Correct. So if you're listening, you're paying attention, you may think, oh, I'm going to get mine in the mail. But guess what? You're not. And we probably know. They probably don't even know that. Have they sent out any information? That's to right. Them, to it's undercover know? voter suppression. And it's a direct assault against black people. That's why I'm wow. involved in this, heavily involved in this. Mm-hmm. 
So that's that's the backwardsness. And then, you know, you have a lot of trash talking from Republicans here in the state of Florida. I've oh heard them gosh. say we are running rings around the Democrats in Florida with all of these these backward laws. I know. So why are they so proud? Because well, no, no, they have an agenda. Yeah, exactly. And they're able to do that agenda because we're not taking uh, the, the accountability for ourselves to make sure that our, vo- our voice counts. So they're able to do this because we're not standing up. They're able to do this because we're not informed. We're not making an independent choice to give ourselves the knowledge, find the research and everything on this. Like you said, they probably do not know that they their vote don't know. Is not coming. Let me tell you and what. They don't know because it's not advertised. They don't know because they don't know how to seek. And they may not know because they're also not participating in their local um, community um, um, conferences or meetings that they're having in regards to this. You know what? People are busy doing life, so yeah. I can't blame them. You got kids in the house. You got everything going on you're trying to work the bills are high the groceries high everything's going on right now it is and, and i understand it, and that's valid but the same that's valid at the same time we have to make time because guess what by not getting informed it's going to continue to get harder for you to take care of your kids to put food on the table because yes. these things are happening not, prices are not going down they're going up okay? that's right i mean that's right it, it's, it's hurting us all so again when you think it does not affect you please understand it does affect you you are your family and your, your vote matters yes, if someone says my vote doesn't matter well why is the governor trying to make it harder for you to vote right. if it don't matter that's right. think about it yeah that's right Think about that. That's right. It, it, it's, it's scary, guys. I'm, I'm saying to you, please make sure you're paying attention to what Ms. Um, Ber- Angela Burrsung is saying to you today because it's very, very important. It's vital. Again, remember, if you want to call in and donate to the soul, um, to the Sunday Forum, it's 813-239-9663. Your vote matters. Your, your um, donations matter so that we can keep you informed. You need to understand how much power you have just in opening your mouth and, and marking on that ballot, making sure your voice is heard so that we can get someone in office that is actually going to be here, not just for us black people, but for all people. Okay, like she said, this has now become a have and have nots, but this is an American problem. Let's yes. be clear. It's an and American we got Miss Nikki Freed, our chair, coming in on Thursday at Allen Temple, Amy Church, and that is going to be at 5 oh. p.m. Oh, awesome. awesome. That is this Thursday. So we're trying to get as many people down there to meet the chair in person. Okay, um, repeat that again. That is Allen Temple. That's the 29th day of this month, which is a Thursday at 5 o'clock. Okay, do you have the address for Allen Temple for those of them that don't know? Or is it on the website? You know what? I can, I can, uh, you can look up Allen Temple. It's right in Ybor City. Okay. Yeah, the pink church. You can't miss it. Right. <laughs> and is it on Nikki Freeze on website as well? Is there a website they can go to to get more information? Well, you can always go to the Democratic Party website for the state of Florida. Okay. Um, and you can call me if you have any questions. 813-476-4837. That's 813-476-4837. Well, we are in the middle of our fun drive. Hopefully, we can continue this conversation in a few minutes. But I do want to encourage okay. you to give us a call uh, uh, because we're going to take a little bit of a breather right now and listen to one of the premium gifts that you can get if you call up. We're going to listen to how you know we how far we've come because since the the civil rights movement and the black power movement that wasn't that long ago, and no. already people are trying no, to turn back the clock, and so. We're going to take a listen to what Angela Davis had to say about some things and talk about the legacy of the Black Panther Party here on Black History in Black History Month. We only have a few more days left for Black History Month. So we've been trying to pack a whammy of information into this month. And we got an extra day on leap. This is leap year. So we have an extra day to raise consciousness for Black History Month. And especially here in Florida, since it is being suppressed from white students, especially. But in the process, all all students are suffering from lack of knowledge. And, even, of course, if we forget history, which it seems like some people want their children to do, they want their children to repeat that history or at least rhyme with history so we have to know where we've come what the struggle has been and we were in a major struggle trying to progress and there are those who are trying to roll back progress so let's take a listen to legacy of the panthers angela davis and bobby Steele. they're going to speak 
in this documentary on the Black Panther Breakfast Program. One of those ideas that are still relevant to this day is you go to your telephone lines and give us a call, 813-239-9663. That is the number to call. And if you want to call us, you can do or if you want to not call us, but go right online, you can donate online by going to WMNF.org. And I want to thank Jarvis Alameen. For his donation, $25 to the Sunday Forum. He's our first one out the gate. Thank you, Jarvis. And um, he said he would like to thank uh, all of those who came out to support the 6th Annual Black History Awards Banquet. And um, so, Jarvis, once again, man, thank you for jumping us off here on the Sunday Forum with that support. And uh, give us a call. Join Jarvis and show your support. I was wondering if I could donate $100. Oh, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Ms. Angela. We appreciate you. Thank you Absolutely. very much. And that's so, certainly. And uh, we will accept it with you know, flying colors. And uh, so <laughs> as you go and join all those who have already showed their support for the Sunday Forum, and we're going to continue to talk about legacy of our history and right now we're going to listen to the black panthers party's legacy in the voice of angela davis and bobby seals so keep it tuned right here as we go to that and you go to your phone criticism of the state generally focus on its internal flaws leaving the state as such unquestioned there's something in the nature of man one argument goes it screams out to be governed Man is a creature who needs a master, a traditional bourgeois philosopher has said. Men are incurably egoistic, and if, and if left alone, they would be engaged in a continual war with one another. Thus emerges the absolute necessity for dominating authority. The insistence that the need for political power flows directly from the nature of man can be somewhat clarified by examining the classical bourgeois concept of freedom. This concept entails, first of all, that men, all men are born free. Freedom is a given. It's the essence of man. According to the bourgeoisie, however, man is first and foremost the individual man with individual desires, with individual interests, and with individual freedom to pursue those desires and and interests. His freedom is thus the freedom to express that individuality. Therefore, without some form of government, without some restraining force, the individual would be freed not merely to discover and create the means to fulfill his own needs and wishes, he would also be free to annihilate the freedom of his neighbor if that should satisfy his egoistic cravings. Let us assume for the moment that the purported function of the state the protection of each individual from encroachments on the part of others is its real function. Can we really penetrate the mystery of the state on this basis? Is it simply coincidental that the protected members of society are generally members of the wealthier classes, while precisely the opposite is true of those who render themselves enemies of the state? It is, is it accidental that jails and prisons in every capitalist country overflow with the poor? And in this country, it's a special grouping of the poor black people who are overrepresented as the people against whom society needs protection. No great philosophical enterprise is required in order to answer these questions. The fact is that some people simply need protection more than others because they happen to have more to protect. Black people have not been able to claim the right to be among the protected groups in society because the economic power which merits that protection is lacking. The same is true of the remainder of the have-nots in capitalist society. This rather elementary observation also explains the existence of natural adversaries of the state For often enough, theft is really the only way to ensure survival in the struggle for existence. The basic assumption of the bourgeois democratic state is that it is possible to modulate the strife on which society, capitalist society, is predicated. 
the mechanism of the state can give birth to a more or less harmonious society. Law and order is the watchword. Engels maintains, on the other hand, that the very existence of the state is proof that these antagonisms are irreconcilable. If this is true, then the unavoidable meaning of law and order is domination of one group in society by another, privilege and suppression of privilege, exploitation, racism, oppression. According to Engels, as the state arose from the need to keep class antagonisms in check, but also arose in the thick of the fight between the classes, it is normally the state of the most powerful economically ruling class, which by its means becomes also the politically ruling class, and so acquires new means of holding down and exploiting the oppressed classes. The state is thus the symptom of the disease which has thoroughly infected men's relations to one another, the cleavage into classes. In the bourgeois era, one class owns the means of producing the goods needed by society. The other class produces those goods by hiring out its labor. The state is symptom, but it's also more than symptom of that disease. It is the crystallized expression of the domination of man by man, of the subordination of one group of men to another. Coercion is a central category of any theory of the state. The political realm is the helm of society in the negative sense that is, it is an instrument of manipulation and coercion. And not even the most enthusiastic apostle of the democratic state would deny the state this function. His position would be the following. The state has the right, even the duty, to use coercion on the people, but only on the condition that the state be the expression of the people's interests. Elected state officials are usually the vehicle whereby one's interests are supposedly expressed. The coercion exercised Hello? by the state must be at least indirectly affirmed by the people. The political democrat therefore concedes to the state its role as custodian of force granted that man is forced in accordance with his freedom. It's domination of man by man in the interest of freedom. A Marxist theory of the state attempts to deal with this problem in terms of its content, not in the abstract, as it is formulated by the bourgeois theorists. Thus the insistence, what is the content of the domination of man by man in the interest of freedom? Is man some kind of metaphysical entity with spiritual rights which express themselves in some abstract realm? Or are they talking about the domination of real men by real men in the interest of the freedom of some real men? If the latter is the case, then Perhaps the empirical meaning of that phrase is far different from its theoretical formulation. For reality reveals man is more than simply man. Man is empirically a whole spectrum of men, rich men and women, by the way, poor men, black men, white men, and so forth. And if we continue to gaze upon the real world, we discover the consistent domination in capitalist democracies of one group of men over another group in the interest of what the first group believes to be its freedom, and consequently the freedom of the entire society. The state is the guarantee of freedom for the economically dominant classes, guardian of their wealth. The state appears as a hostile force guaranteeing that those who are exploited will continue to be exploited. It is the upholder of the status quo par excellence. Engels calls the state a special repressive force. Its key institutions would therefore be the military and police forces. Today, the notion of the state as a special repressive force no longer necessarily implies the primacy of the institutions whereby overt violence is used to subjugate those people who are not included in its protected class. Control can take place through far more inconspicuous channels of coercion. One of the main methods of control in American society is racism. Insofar as it prevails in the white working class, racism is controlled. In Chicago, white construction workers 
launched an all-out physical attack on black workers who were demanding more jobs. Now, it's obviously in the interest of the capitalist class for workers to fight among themselves rather than concentrate their fight on the real enemy, on that class which forces men to sell their labor in order to survive in the world. Control is very effectively accomplished through the mass media. Agnew had absolutely no qualms about revealing the government's idea of the role of the media. The newspapers and the radio, television should indoctrinate the people in accordance with the interests of the state. Educational institutions have accomplished masters at that trade. We were just listening to Angela Davis, and that's all part of the Black History Month archives. And um, you can get that for a $100 pledge if you pledge to the Sunday Forum. That's the Pacifica Radio Archives. It's a USB jump drive, and there are unlimited copies of that for a $100 pledge. You can get that speech by Angela Davis, The Legacy of the Panthers, and a whole lot of other stuff, a, a lot of voices, the souls of black folk, Dick Gregory, and all this history for Black History Month. You can get it on this USB drive by calling in to 813-239-9663. And you can ask those who pick up the telephone that you want to pledge $100 and you want to take home the Pacifica Radio Archives, the USB jump drive. And it sounds like we have... Walter L. Smith II on the telephone. I don't know, or he's on Zoom for us. And, he's on uh, Zoom, yes. I don't know if he can hear us. Can you hear us, Walter? Walter, are you there? I'm here. You're on the air. Go ahead. I'm on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, How's Walter. How's everybody doing? All right. Yeah. We are really, really um, are glad you could join us this morning. I'm, I'm glad I could join you guys this morning. I wasn't feeling well, but I had to make sure that I was I was with my team the best way I can. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Uh, my Miss Annie. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to thank you. We're glad you did. We're able to join in with us because we have I an esteem. Anybody. Oh, we can hear you. Can you hear us, Walter? He can't hear so us. So Walter can't hear us except for me. I think he can hear me, but um, we're going to just let you, turn it over to you and uh, Walter, <laughs> and then we're all here. When we're raising funds for WMNF, you can call 813-239-9663 and support support this great show that Walter and Mobili and Annie bring you every single Sunday morning. So uh, go ahead, Walter. Why don't you tell people why this show is worth supporting? You know, um, this show is uh, was, was created some time ago um, with the... Uh, is an idea by Otis Anthony to create a show that would bring about intelligent conversation on the weekend. And I remember re- listening to the show many, many times. And when I was finally asked to join the show uh, and, and, and to actually take over as its host, um, it was more than flattering to wake up on Sundays and to create material um, during the week or try to create material during the week is a challenge. Um, and but, but we do it and we do it willingly because we want to make certain that we are keeping the community aware of what's going on. The type of things that you get from us every week, you don't hear from any other show. You just don't hear from any other show. Um, most of the things that we speak on are things that are little, very little known, um, very and, and quite often not spoken of in mainstream media. Uh, but if it is spoken of in mainstream media, we take a, we take a particular perspective that is very, very um, Afrocentric uh, from one perspective, um, or from from the perspective of the Black experience. And why is that the case? The reason that's the case is because. Quite often in media, the history has been that we are left out of the narrative. You hear our narrative. And our narrative 
is one that's, that's very valuable. And we're very glad to share that with you um, because that also is our community's a narrative. Yes. Um, we love to open up the lines for folks to come in and and um, and make their announcements as, we, as we've done this morning. Um, and we will do it any morning to support the events and things of the community. And we need your support this morning. We need your support this morning. We need your support to do what we do every single Sunday morning. Please uh, make sure you make your donation. Make sure you're, you're, you're um, uh, calling in 813-239-9663 um, to make your donation uh, this morning on for the Sunday Forum. Um, sure. How, how much do we have to do we have to have here? You know, we've raised twenty five dollars so far, and that is putting us part of the way toward our seventeen hundred dollar goal. I can't remember if there was a second donation that we thanked. It or... was yes, we got we actually did one hundred and twenty five dollars because our nice. esteemed um, guest she donated a hundred dollars, and I love that. Thank you so very, much. Very good. So we're at one hundred fifty dollars now toward our seventeen hundred dollar goal. Thanks so much to everyone who's contributed so far, but we still need to raise about what fifteen hundred and fifty dollars in the next hour and a half or so. Eight one three two three nine nine six six or WMNF.org is the number to call. And Walter, why don't you hang on the line for us and we'll turn it back over to Annie, Mabili, and Angela and they'll they'll ask for other donations and then we'll come back to you in just a bit. How's that sound, Walter? It sounds great to me. All right, thank you. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Walter, for your words. And we, you are missed, but you're still here with us in spirit as well. I do want to say to you guys, please understand how important it is to call in and give the vote so that we can continue to keep you informed, as Walter stated. This this show is specifically for you. It is for the community, okay? And we need to know that you're getting something from it. And by you contributing to the show, again, you're helping others. And you're, you're touching someone even without even knowing it. You're reaching lives beyond your immediate surroundings. So we want to say thank you so much for that. Now, we want to continue with our esteemed guest, Ms. Angela Songbird. Again, she is the president. Very song, excuse me. She is the president of Hillsborough County, excuse me, of the Democratic Party of Hillsborough County Black Caucus. We were talking, um, continuing the conversation somewhat, um, even though we was um, listening to Angela Davis. I do want to say something in regards to Angela Davis before I get to Miss Angela. Um, very song, okay? <laughs> we speak about the ones that we know from our history, Angela Davis, the Black Panther, and so forth. But understand something. Your ancestors, they were also fighters. They were also fighters. So as you're listening to the words of Angela Davis, and she's telling you how we were held down, you know, how they were trying, trying to take things from us, and they did it in conspicuous ways, as she stated. Understand something. Your ancestors went through these same things. They fought for the same thing. They marched in those um, marches with Angela Davis. They was part of helping the Black Panther get to where they were. Because remember, the Black Panthers was feeding the community. They was educating the community. Okay, that community at that time was your ancestors. It was your grandmother, your mother, and so forth. So you need to understand your legacy as well. Because believe me, the Caucasian environment, they're continuing with that legacy of holding us down. I'm not saying all of them, but still, the majority that we go through as far as the political arena is still holding on to that same thing that their ancestors did. So we need to continue to stand up and fight. It's so important. So, Ms. Angela, I'm not going to turn it back over to you. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Um, as Annie just said, I'm your president for the Hillsborough County Democratic Black Caucus. We do have a website. It's HCDBC. So that stands for Hillsborough County Democratic Black Caucus.org. And we are looking for members every day. Um, as I had said before, the governor of Florida has canceled all vote by mail ballot requests. So what we're doing is asking for volunteers to please help us to call those voters. It's, anybody can do this. You can just you put in your zip code. Everything's in your phone. The script. All you have to do is show up. We train you and you can even call from home. So this is something anybody can do. My phone number as a president is 813-476-4837. And I got good news. Our chair, Nikki Freed, she is our chair for the whole state of Florida. Yes, Democratic yes. Party will be here in person for our Black History presentation at Allen Temple AME Church. And that is going to be the 29th day of this month. Um, and that is a five o'clock start time. And the church is on Low Street and it's the pink building. You can't miss yes, it. Yes, yes. You know what's Annie? I just want to say that um, we do have good 
white people in America. Yes, we do. You know, if it wasn't for good white people, we'd still have slavery. I, I can see that. Yes, we still have Jim Crow laws. Yes, yes we do. Um, we, they helped us so much in the civil rights movement. You know, um, especially Jewish people, they mm-hmm. left their homes in the north mm-hmm. and came down to the south to help register black people, and they took their lives in their hands. Yes. And we can't forget the abolitionists. Absolutely. Right? Who, right. Uh, so we do, and even today, we still have good right, white people who want to join the Democratic Black Caucus, who want to join our cause. Um, and we are an arm of the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. Here in Hillsborough County, your chair is Ion Townsend. Um, it's the Hillsborough County Democrats online. You yes. can find them, hillsboroughcountydemocrats.org. Um, and we ask you to join the party because mm-hmm. they do have meetings the third Monday of every month. Okay. And they are online. Um, you, be, you can become a precinct captain. All that means is you talk to the Democrats in your neighborhood. That's it. And you make sure that they're registered. They know when to vote. They know how to vote. They could be inactive. If they are inactive, all they have to do is contact the supervisor of electives, uh, um, elections. Um, elections. Um, and just let them know, hey, I am an active voter. I may, I may have moved, but I still intend to vote. If you are, if you're thinking that your ballot is coming, it's not coming unless you renew your ballot. You also do that by contacting your supervisor of elections. And all you have to do is just tell them, um, I want my ballot to be mailed to my home. Please check on that. Because President Obama told us we want the votes in the bank. That's it. Okay? Yes. Guess what? The car could break down. The babysitter couldn't make it. it rain, it's raining outside. We don't want to hear it. We want that vote already in the bank. And if you have to go stand in line at your precinct at the end of the day, well, during that day, on the day of elections, somebody can't even give you water. That's right. That's so sad. What is up with that? that What's kind, up with that? That that's kind the, of suppression. That's the other part of suppression. Exactly. That's what's the other part of suppression. Guys, I hope you understood what she said. You know, every time you hear me speak, I'm going to always do a call to action for you, okay? Because that's what I expect of, of you. I expect that accountability. Um, what she just stated to you is very, is very, very simple, very easy for you to do. If you know what can be done, share that information with your community. Please do. Share that with your neighbors. If you can't, she said you can't get a babysitter, so guess what? Carpool. Carpool to the um, to the election vote. Go there. You want to know if you're going to get your ballot? Contact the supervisor of elections. If you're moving, make sure you do that forwarding address. These are things that you need to hold yourself accountable for. You want to know why? As she stated, there are Caucasians that's out here fighting for you. So if your ancestors fought for you, Caucasians are fighting for you, how dare you not stand up and fight for you? Okay, again, I'm going to always call you to action because the first law of nature, whether you realize it or not, is called self-preservation. Okay? That's right. You cannot love, do, take care for anyone else until you can first love, do, and take care of yourself. Preach. That's it. Okay? <laughs> That's it. I get passionate about it because, I mean, when, when I hear people say, oh, like, as you stated before, oh, I don't vote, my vote doesn't matter. Well, guess what? By you not voting, that vote matters because guess what? That means you gave that person another way to win. Yeah, you that can't trump a leg up. Exactly. So it does matter. You are important, okay? You are important. And what they say, you so pretty. <laughs> you are special, okay? I need for you to understand. We're laughing, but this is a truly a serious, serious matter. And, Ms. Cannon, let me yes. tell you something. Um, black people are still the most consistent yes. voting block in the Democratic Party. Awesome. Okay, they don't understand the power they have. Yes. Uh, black people are the party. That's it. Okay, we wouldn't Say even one have more time, please, black Angela. people are the party. All right. <laughs> we wouldn't even have Joe Biden in office if it wasn't for black people in South Carolina. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, because right. the black women there said, we want Joe. We know that's Joe. It. And they turned that whole primary around, and that's why we have President Biden and Vice President Harris, our Mm -hmm. first uh, African-American vice president, and our first African-American woman, Supreme Court Justice. All right. Now, when you listen to Fox News, they're pumping out this garbage day and night, day and night. They're trying to tell black people that Donald Trump gave more money to HBCUs. Uh. Guess what? <laughs> Our Vice President Kamala Hammer, Hammer, uh, Harris graduated from an HBCU. That's right. The Biden-Harris administration has given more money to HBCUs than any other president. That's 
said. He has, he, you know what? We have the best job record for black people. Biden has put 15 million jobs in the system, has brought the unemployment down. Yes. Okay? Yes. Yeah. We can't listen to all the lies. Now, and that's what's the name of the game right now. <laughs> now, I want I want to say, because, again, me and Miss Angela, we was talking about this off the air, that I love how you just transitioned that in there because you need to understand how this, how the um, president's, have transitioned throughout, you know, the past three three elections, okay? And listen to what she's saying to you. Our president did put that much money in there for us. So re- repeat that again for me on how, how how much money Biden has put going towards helping the American people and African-American people and HBCUs and so forth. Let me tell you what else our president has done. He's brought down the price of insulin to $35 yes, a month. Yes, he has. And I'm okay? an insurance agent. I can tell you that helps a whole lot of people. I'm an insurance agent. Yes. I'm a Medicare agent. I mm-hmm. work with seniors. That's right. Who are Medicare, that's Medicaid. Right. And let me tell you something. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. And the expansion of Medicare. We have a lot of diabetics yes. in our community. Yes. Well, we 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 want to uh, continue this conversation, but we've got to raise a few more funds. Please do right now. I gave a hundred dollars. <laughs> yes, she yes, did. She did. Yes, she did. Just follow me, please. That's right. <laughs> follow the Miss Bird song, Angela right. Bird song, because and if you can't remember Bird song name, just think of the Supremes. <laughs> All right, related to one of the Supremes by marriage. All right, oh, Cindy. Okay. okay, I was wondering that. Anyway, that's you're a star. But, uh, thank I'm working you for, on that part. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so hey. we are still trying to raise funds. There's Walter's voice shining through. We have some more sound we're going to share with you from the uh, Pacifica Radio Archives. Dick Gregory is coming up talking about why he traveled through the South, why he was able to even try to make fun of racism. And I guess that helps a little bit. So, you know, we'll listen to what Dick Gregory had to say on this Pacifica archives drive and Walter is still there with us. We can call us 813-239-9663 if you want to show your support for the Sunday Forum here on WMNF Radio. This We are in the middle of our fun drive right here as we speak. And you can call us WMNF.org. Go online at WMNF.org and make a pledge there as well. Before we hear from Dick Gregory, should we hear some more from Walter? Yes. All right, Walter, uh, can you unmute? And yeah, there you go. Oops. I, I, I think I hit the mute button after you unmuted Walter. <laughs> <laughs> technical stuff. But we're trying to communicate on, on lots of different uh, levels here. So when Walter joins us I'm again, he, to be a here's Walter. <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Hey, did I hear Dick Gregory? We're yeah. going to play some Dick Gregory shortly. We're going to play some Dick Gregory. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yeah, we definitely want to hear that. We definitely want to hear that. Um, and I bet you that was Mobili's idea. Partly. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's how well we know each other. That's how well, that's how, how we work together. Yeah. Whenever whenever you have a team that works together, like, like my team works together, man, you know, that's what you want. That's what you want on air. So we want to make sure you guys, please, please, please make your donations to the Sunday Forum, uh, 813-239-9663, 813-239-9663. Make sure you make your donation to the Sunday Forum. Do we have any tickets, Sean? We do have some tickets. Uh, we have, uh, we can, if people want to go to Tropical Heat Wave, which is WMNF's annual music festival, we can offer you a pair of tickets for your $240 donation to support Sunday Forum and WMNF. So if you'd like to go to Tropical Heat Wave and you can donate $240 to WMNF right now by calling 813-239-9663, we can, as a thank you gift, give us, give you a pair of tickets to Saturday, May 4th, Tropical Heat Wave at the Cuban Club in Ybor City. And uh, we also have a a six-pack of used CDs of, I'm calling it the Africa and Beyond Music Pack. And there's music from Zimbabwe, from Liberia. We have also Gilberto Gil. We have Omara Portundo. And we have the North Mississippi All-Stars. These are all uh, CDs that came into our used, our, our um, record and book sale, but I thought would make a good pack of music from Africa and beyond that we could offer for a $60 contribution to Sunday Forum. There's only one of those packs available. So if you're the first person who donates $60, you can take away this pack of six used CDs from all great music from Liberia and Zimbabwe and beyond by calling 813-239-9663. You can donate as well at WMNF.org. 
888-813-239-9663. That's the number for the day, folks. Call in. We want to hear from you today. We need to hear from you today. We need your support. We need to know how much you appreciate the work that goes into bringing you these, these great shows. Great, great shows, especially when you get a chance to listen to the sounds of Brother Dick Gregory, as we're about to listen to in just a few minutes. Uh, a few seconds, actually. So, hey, listen, I'm not going to gonna uh, prolong it anymore. I want to see Dick Gregory. All right, should we go to that right now, Mobile? Yes, in the last five minutes, we're going to listen to Dick Gregory before we get back to the news, and then uh, we can use your telephone calls and your support, 813-239-9663 for the Sunday Forum. And remember, this Dick Gregory interview comes from the Pacifica Radio Archives USB drive, which we can offer you for a $100 donation. We'll give you this thumb drive that has 33 hours of interviews and speeches and so forth from the civil rights era and beyond. So here's a little bit more of Dick Gregory. Uh, Dick, why did you go to Birmingham? Well, I guess for the same reason I went to Greenwood, Mississippi. Okay, why'd you go to Mississippi at all in the first place? Well, as I read the account of actually what was going on in these areas in the South and think of the three kids that I have and knowing that the people that's breaking down the barriers down south, not only breaking them down for themselves, but breaking them down for myself, my wife, and my family, and I feel that it's part of my job to help them break it down, being that all of us will reap the benefits from this. Uh, I debated the night before I flew into Greenwood, Mississippi, simply because I had a, a new son, and I hadn't been able to get back to Chicago to see the, the boy, and uh, Mississippi won out. Because when I lay there and thought that if America had to go to war in the morning, I would be willing to go. And when I can go to any of the four corners of the world, take a chance on losing my life, being away from my loved ones, uh, to guarantee a foreigner a better way of life, I must be able to go and guarantee the, the Negro a better way of life. Was there any pressure upon you at all as a performer not to do this? No, no one. No one knew I was gone but uh, a couple of close friends of mine. My managers found out after I got there, which they wouldn't have said anything anyway because uh, we have a relationship where they know they work for me. Yeah. And uh, my agent works for me and my managers work for me and everyone on my staff, including my lawyers on down, works for me. So I make the decisions and the policies of Dick Gregory Enterprise. Do you see this move as a role for um, you as a as a performer, as an artist, or as you as a human being? No, me as a human being. I've said many times I'm an individualist first, an American second, and a Negro third. But I'm a Negro before I'm an entertainer. Mm -hmm. So when my decision to go into any area or to participate in any affair, uh, I do this as an individualist. But I try to stay away from where there's nothing but entertainment. Mm -hmm. But other than that, uh, these restrictions where you can't come into the area uh, 60 days before and after, I, I never honor these at all. But inevitably, your, um, your public personality as a performer gets involved in this, doesn't it? Not with me. Not with you? No, none whatsoever. Does it get involved with uh, with the people that you work for at clubs or with the audiences? Uh, no, I have I have never found it. Maybe mainly because I don't look for it. Uh -huh. But I have never found it to be. We are back here on the Sunday Forum. We got a couple of people to thank. As you go to your telephone lines, 813-239-9663 is the number to call. I want to thank an anonymous for a $50 pledge to the Sunday Forum, saying that the Sunday Forum is desperately needed and uh, is needed every week. And we thank you for that pledge. And also another anonymous pledged $120 donation to the Sunday Forum. He's going to take the Pacifica Black History USB drive, which is what you were just listening to with Dick Gregory and earlier with Angela Davis. So much more history on that, uh, especially dealing with the Black Panther Party. So many voices from the Black Panther Party, from Bobby Seale, Huey Newton, H. Rap Brown, Kathleen Cleaver, Elaine Brown. All of these people are very well represented on this USB drive from Pacifica.